Today on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Findlay shares that what God is doing on our behalf are not always evident with our physical senses. Jesus provides us with divine aid in the angels in ways the human mind can never understand and human eyes cannot see. Angels are among us today to give us guidance in our perplexity, to give us courage in our confusion, to give us hope in our despair. Rejoice! All the resources of heaven are yours. The Bible reveals God's holy angels as being of tremendous strength. Psalm 103 verse 20 refers to angels as the mighty ones who do God's bidding. Now this is great news for followers of Christ because the angels follow the commands of God who love and protect his people. Today on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Finley describes how the angels fulfill this important role when they personally announce God's plans to a specific person. Uh, Something dramatic always happens on those occasions when angels speak to us. That's next on Hope Lives 365. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365 with Pastor Mark Findlay. I want to give you a quick reminder to check out the helpful resources that are available at our website, including today's message, the title, When Angels Speak to Us. Look for it online at hopelives365.com. Today, Pastor Mark concludes a message about the appearances of God's messengers in the Nativity story when his holy angels delivered mysterious news to Joseph and Mary and proclaimed tidings of great joy to the shepherds as they watched their flocks by night. Uh, These are a few significant examples in the Bible about when angels speak to us. With more on that, here's Pastor Mark Findlay. There are four appearances of angels in the scene of the birth of Christ, and they first appear to Joseph when he is about ready to make a critical decision in his life. Matthew chapter 1, we're looking at verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise... When as his mother, Mary, was espoused to Joseph, another word for espoused there is betrothed to Joseph, they were engaged. She was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Now this is incredibly a serious thing. She is pregnant and they're not married. So the first choice Joseph has when he discovers that is this, to bring her before the entire community condemn her for being pregnant out of wedlock and have her stoned. That's choice number one. The second choice that Joseph has is to go to two or three of the elders of the church, legally break the contract that he's had with her to be married, and put her away quietly, send her to Elizabeth's house or somebody else's house in another village. He is at a crossroads in his life. Have you ever been at the crossroads of your life? Have you ever been thinking, should I sell my house or shouldn't I sell my house? Should I move or shouldn't I move? Should I go into this profession as a young person or shouldn't I? We all have those crossroads in our life. Will we come to those decision moments in life? 
Notice what scripture says. But while he thought on these things, verse 20, Behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, fear not. Don't fear in the crossroads of your life. Don't fear in the decision that you're going to make, because heaven will provide light for you. Don't fear to take Mary thy wife. For that which is conceived in hers of the Holy Ghost shall bring forth a son, and you'll call his name Jesus. Joseph made an eternal decision because the Spirit of God worked on his heart through the ministry of angels. As you and I are in the decision-making process of life, whenever you're in that crossroads of life as you are praying, God sends heavenly angels so that you can make a clear decision for the kingdom of God. We may not see, comprehend, or understand But God has heavenly beings at your disposal to guide, to encourage, to strengthen. We now turn to the second angel visitor. From the first angel visitor, we learn that angels are present to guide us in the decision-making process. What do we learn from the second angel visitor? Luke chapter 1. The second angel visits Mary. Luke, the first chapter, we begin with verse 26. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin, a spouse, betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came to her and said, Fear not, you are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. The angel explains to Mary that she is with child. She's a teenager. And she, along with every Jewish woman, is living with expectation. She lives with the hope that the Messiah will be born. What she never would have thought in her wildest dreams is that she, a simple, ordinary girl, would be bearing the Christ child. She lived an ordinary life of a teenage girl. She prepared meals. She washed clothes. She harvested crops. She did a variety of household chores like any other teenage girl that day. The most exciting thing that had happened in her life was she was now betrothed to the village carpenter, Joseph. But something dramatic happened that day that changed her life forever. She was a humble teenager, a commoner. She had no position, no wealth, no fame. And then the angel calls her highly favored. She would sing the songs of heaven to Jesus as she bounced him on her knee. She would recite the promises of God to him. She would bring his lunch to the carpenter shop of Nazareth. She would walk the dusty streets of Galilee and listen to him preach. Tears would flow from her eyes as she saw how the priest treated him so cruelly. She would weep bitterly at the cross. Little did she know what lay before her. Mary, a godly, humble teenager, visited by an angel, impregnated by the Holy Spirit, the mother of God. If this story tells us anything... It tells us two things. First, that God uses humble people to accomplish great things for his kingdom. 
you may feel very, very ordinary. You may feel like Mary did. I'm not very special at all. You may feel that you don't have very many talents or abilities, but God loves to choose people just like you. He loves to choose common people. He loves to choose ordinary people. He loves to take young people and do something special with them for his cause. He loves to take the elderly and say, I still have a work for you and move powerfully through them. He loves to take the middle-aged. You see, Christianity is not a spectator sport. And God says, just like I chose Mary, a simple, hot, common girl, I'm still in the business of choosing common people. I'm still in the business of choosing ordinary people. Get out of the pew and into the game because I have something special for you to do this year. As the old year ends and as the new year dawns, God is saying to you today, there's a work for you to do. There's a task for you to accomplish. The church is not just coming every Sabbath and sitting, but rather there's something glorious and large and angels are standing by your side to enable you to do something special for him this year. There's somebody God wants you to pray for. There's somebody God wants you to study the Bible with. There's somebody that God wants you to get involved with to lead them to Christ. The story of Mary is the story of God choosing common people to do something for his cause. But there's a second thing. Look at Luke chapter 1 verse 37. Is it a human endeavor for somebody to be impregnated by the Holy Spirit. That is not a human endeavor at all. Notice what the text says. Read it with me, please. Luke 1, verse 37. For with God, nothing shall be what? Impossible. Now let your eyes drop down to verse 49. I love verse 49. For he, read it together. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. You can say that in your life. For he who is what? Mighty has done for me great things. The story of Mary is the story of the God who takes ordinary human beings and does the impossible through them. Of common, ordinary people that God does mighty things through. From Joseph, the scripture speaks to us of angels that guide us in our decision-making process. From Mary, angels speak to us that God takes the ordinary and does something special with it. That he's still the God of the impossible. From the shepherds, the angels still speak. Take your Bible, please, and turn to Luke chapter 2, verse 8 to 14. Luke chapter 2, verse 8 to 14. The angels still speak. Their message is still relevant. The scripture in Luke chapter 2. It was a common, ordinary day. The roosters crowed that morning. Men got up and stretched and went out to the fields that day to work. And the shepherds went out to the field to tend their flocks that night. Little did they know that the Spirit of God was going to change their lives as they came encounter with heavenly angels and were led 
to the living Christ. Luke chapter 2, you're looking there at verse 8. Now there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came unto them, and glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said to them, Fear not, behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which are to all the people. When the angel came to Joseph, he said, Fear not. When the angel came to Mary, he said, Fear not. When the angel came here to the shepherds, he says, Fear not, I bring you great tidings of great joy. The Christ is born. And today, in the challenges of our life, the message of Scripture, 2,000 years comes, fear not, fear not, fear not. You have some big decision to make in your life and you're shaking with fear. God says, fear not. You have some challenge in your life. God says, fear not. You have some health challenge that nobody else knows about. God says, fear not. You have some financial challenge. God says, fear not. You have some challenge in your life. God says, do not fear. Because just like I led the shepherds to the living Christ in the manger, so I lead you to the living Christ. And in the presence of the living Christ, Jesus says to you, there is strength, there is courage, there is hope. Pastor Mark Findlay telling us about an overarching message from God's holy angels, both in the nativity story and also with the uneasy, anxiety-ridden situations in our world today. In a moment, Pastor Mark concludes this encouraging message about when angels speak to us here on Hope Lives 365. Pastor Mark is coming back, but first, uh, let me remind you that we welcome your support of this ministry We continue to bring these messages to you on each broadcast, and for your significant gift to the ministry right now, we'd like to say thank you in a special way by sharing a copy of Pastor Mark's hardbound book, a reference book actually, called What the Bible Says About. It's 530 pages long. It's an exceptional resource to have in mind, easy to understand information for anyone searching for the truth revealed in God's Word, and addressing themes like, why am I here? Where did I come from, and what does the future hold? What the Bible says about is yours in return for a gift of $50 or more. Be as generous as you can right now. Go online to hopelives365.com. Again, hopelives365.com. Or make your generous donation of $50 or more when you call 855-888-HOPE. In a moment, Pastor Mark explains that God's angels are more than his messengers serving only as commands. They are also our guardian angels. The angels say to us today, do not fear. I will enlighten your mind. Do not fear. I will guide your decisions. Do not fear. I will strengthen you in temptation. Do not fear. I will guide the course of your action. Stay with us for more of Hope Lives 365. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365. A little later, I'll be sharing information about a small book that Pastor Mark would like to send you to help you find answers and peace in the midst of struggles or pain that you may be facing right now. It's called 13 Life-Changing Secrets. I'll tell you more about that in a moment. But right now, Pastor Mark Finley finishes his message called When Angels Speak to Us, pointing us to God's constant assurance of His protection. It's found in Psalm 91 
for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Here's Pastor Mark. I love the way and is placed here in the book Christ Object Lessons. Listen to this. His angels are appointed to watch over us. And if we put ourselves under their guardianship, then in every time of danger, they will be at our right hand. When unconsciously we're in danger of exerting a wrong influence, the angels will be by our side, prompting us to a better course. Listen to this. Choosing our words for us. Oh, Lord, I need the angels to choose my words for me so many times. Look, the angels will be by our side. They'll prompt us to a better course. In other words, I'm about ready to do something. But if I'm in the presence of the Spirit of God, if my life is consecrated to God, the angels are with me to guide me in a better course. They will choose our words. They will influence our actions. Thus, Our influence may be a silent, unconscious, but mighty power in drawing others to Christ. The angels say to us today, do not fear. I will enlighten your mind. Do not fear. I will guide your decisions. Do not fear. I will strengthen you in temptation. Do not fear. I will guide the course of your action. Angels speak to Joseph in the decision-making process. Angels guide Mary. Angels guide the shepherds. But angels come one more time in the story, Matthew chapter 2, verse 13 and 14. Four times angels appear in the Christmas story. They appear to help Joseph in his decision-making process. They appear to help Mary know that although she's ordinary, she has a special task and God can do the impossible. They appear again to the shepherds saying, don't fear, don't fear, we will lead you to the living Christ. But in Matthew, the second chapter, again, The Bible says in Matthew chapter 2, Matthew 2, verse 13 and 14. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in the dream, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt. And be thou there until I will bring thee word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Then he arose and he took the young child and his mother by night and they departed to Egypt. What's going on here? Herod has passed a decree that all male children will be killed. An angel appears to Joseph. And the angel says to Joseph, God has a divine plan. And all the angels in hell, and all the despotic leaders in the world, cannot keep that divine plan from occurring. God had a divine plan for Jesus, and all the angels in hell and demonic forces couldn't stop it. Heavenly angels in mighty strength protected Jesus. These same angels from eternity are by our side. I love what it says in Great Controversy, page 517. Those who follow Christ are safe under his watch. Angels that excel in strength are sent from heaven to protect them. The wicked, listen to this, the wicked one cannot break through the guard which God has stationed around his people. In the battle between good and evil, in this intergalactic conflict between Christ and Satan, in this great controversy between the forces of righteousness and the forces of wickedness, Jesus provides us with divine aid in the angels in ways the human mind can never understand and human eyes cannot see and human ears cannot hear. Angels are among us today. 
to give us guidance in our perplexity, to give us courage in our confusion, to give us hope in our despair, to give us protection in our trials. Rejoice! All the resources of heaven are yours. Rejoice! Heavenly angels are beside to strengthen, to encourage, to direct our thoughts, to guide our words, to bless our humble efforts. Rejoice, we're not left alone in temptation with the battle of evil. Heavenly angels are near. They closed lions' mouths. They fed Elijah. They slew Sennacherib's armies. They caused Jericho's walls to crash and tumble. They delivered Peter. They rescued Paul and lost none of their power today. Would you say with me today that in Christ we can rejoice Angels will guide our decisions. Angels will reveal that in our humanness, God wants to use us. Angels continue to impress us. Don't give up. God's the God of the impossible. Angels say to us, do not fear. Do not fear. The powers of heaven are greater than the powers of hell. And the angels remind us in the Christmas story that God has a divine plan for every life. Pastor Mark Findlay on today's Hope Lives 365 with the assurance that God is the God of the impossible. And for that reason, it says in Philippians chapter 4, we can truly be anxious for nothing and trust his reassuring guidance, particularly when angels speak to us. Earlier today, I mentioned a small book that Pastor Mark Finley has written to help you, and it's called 13 Life-Changing Secrets. It features the stories of people who have gone through and are now experiencing some of life's worst of experiences. All of these people who share their stories in the book were finally able to receive God's touch, and as a result, something incredible happened. Their stories will make a difference in your life, too. Ask for it in exchange for your gift of any amount to Hope Lives 365. Again, it's titled 13 Life-Changing Secrets. Call us at 855-888-HOPE. That's 855-888-4673. Or request the book when you give your donation at our website, hopelives365.com. If you'd like to have that excellent reference book we mentioned earlier, 530 pages long by Pastor Mark. It's called What the Bible Says about, and there are numbers of topics covered, you can request that in exchange for your gift of $50 or more. Call 855-888-HOPE or go to the website hopelives365.com. The human mind cannot understand it, and secular intellectuals dismiss it, but we recognize that the truth of angels is a divine reality. In a moment, Pastor Mark closes out his message today on Hope Lives. 365. And as we finish up today's edition of Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Findlay ends the message about angels with an encouraging word of prayer. Here's Pastor Mark Findlay. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you that the scriptures remind us that heaven and earth are not very far apart. We thank you that the Word of God speaks to us about angelic beings sent by the Savior himself are there to encourage, to protect, 
to instruct. Father, the human mind cannot understand it, and secular intellectuals dismiss it. But we recognize that the truth of angels is a divine reality. That one of the major teachings of the Christmas story is the presence of angels. Father, I pray thee that the angelic visitors that visited this world so long ago would visit us on our daily journey, and that unseen to human eyes, we would sense their influence in our lives and rejoice. In Christ's name, Amen. Pastor Mark Finley on today's Hope Lives 365 with that final prayer and inviting God's holy angels to be involved with us and provide heavenly guidance. Remember, too, that we're here to help you in your faith journey by providing some excellent biblical resources. Go to our website to learn more at hopelives365.com. Well, that does it for today. Next time, Pastor Chris Holland talks about the kind of fear that can paralyze us and what can give us the strength to overcome it. That's on the next Hope Lives 365.